Okay, y'all, this is Justin, breaking news. The North Carolina Panthers, okay? North Carolina Panthers are up for sale. I believe it's time to turn the franchise over to new ownership. Well, I need to send a message out to everybody in the beautiful state of North Carolina. Um, I will be the best NFL owner that you can imagine. I will immediately address the Colin Kaepernick situation and put him in a running for next year's starting quarterback. It's just competition, baby. It's just competition. But also, I will have the best halftime show, the best selection of music, and we will win. And I'm your boy Rod Smooth, back at it again uh, with the white shoes. With the white shoes. Um, and this week we are the not... White Vans. Oh, I thought it was just regular white shoes. No, it's white Vans. Damn, Roger. Um, so this week we're not actually being um, joined by C.A.P., a.k.a. Los, a.k.a. your mama's favorite ex, a.k.a. The Bully. That's what people are calling him in um, social media land. They, AKA, don't come around me if your eyes too close. <laughs> people have been a lot of feedback over last week and saying that um, Los is a bully and they prefer regular Los and not bully Los. Um, but actually, news came in from the commissioner of um, podcast, our um, our podcast boss, um, which would be Aldo Nice, um, that um, Raj and Al have both decided, I think. Los is on a one-game suspension this week. Um, the league handed it down real swiftly. He appealed, but um, we just we just can't have that type of energy. Two weeks in a row, we have to put him on timeout. We, we you know, possibly bring yeah. him back next week. But does Los? I think if if Los, if Los, Los is a a teacher by profession, right? At some S- some would say mm-hmm. some would say uh, I would just hope Los never. I hope Keaton Jones is never in Los's class. <laughs> He's gonna be a part of the problem. He would he would definitely be perpetuating the uh, the, the stereotypes. Would be, it would, no, it would go like this: Hey, uh, Mister Los, um, them boys clowning me. Well, what they clowning you about? Well, my eyes too close. And Los would say, "Well, that's what them boys just telling the truth because your, <laughs> your eyes, eyes close. is close." They, he would. But did you call them boys some niggas? What? <laughs> What? I didn't, I don't, Mr. Los, I don't even, what? You probably call them boys some niggas. <laughs> <laughs> I know you, I know you I family. know that's what you did. I know you did it. Why? Because somebody said it was on Twitter. It was on Twitter on a uh, on an irreputable site. <laughs> somebody else commented, your boy Los being left field with his train of thought. So like, <laughs> people was really on Los's ass last week. Um, if you're out there listening, CAP, I need you to get it together, come back strong, defend yourself. Um, but is it so bad to be in left field? Like that's not that bad of a position. It's you it's know? worse than saying your boy Los is um on the bench or in right center. Short okay. short field. <laughs> short, short stop. Short field. Short field. Eh? That's like a real position in um softball. Yeah, I know. 
It's a short field. <laughs> Your boy loses that nose guard whenever he comments. Like, <laughs> you got, you want to put him in a little trash position? <laughs> in that Richard Demas. In that Richard Demas position. Your boy is blocking full. Los is blocking full back with that. No, I, I, I definitely get you, man. Um, this podcast is brought to you by Richard Demas. I, I, I caught that one. Um, another comment we got, and I mean, I, we always, you know, start off talking about this audience feedback. Um, another comment we got um, was that um, Russell Simmons was in Crush Groove. So somebody actually called me out about a podcast a few weeks ago. Um, and maybe, and they are right. They are right and they are wrong. He was, but he didn't play Russell Simmons. Blair Underwood still played Russell Simmons. He was like some little just dude on the show. So yes. He was Stan Lee, in other he, words. He was just, exactly. He was he was Quentin Tarantino in a, in a movie just doing whatever it is that's not the um the main title role so um there it is and um one other comment we had and it comes from the sassy sports chick and you guys might remember her from the homecoming episode uh we've been really like kind of putting our ducks in a row to get her back on the podcast because she has some really strong opinions about a lot of things but um she basically said this she said niggas can't and shouldn't speak on black women's hair you aren't the authority, and y'all don't ride hard enough with us to have a say-so. That is what the sassy sports chick said. Raj, what do you think about that? First, okay, so you don't monitor the likes and comments on uh, on Instagram. I get them all. Um, does she have her own podcast? I do not think she does. I could just I could have swore I saw a sassy sports chick podcast. Maybe I didn't. Maybe I dreamed that. It's possible. But anyway. Um, all right, so my take on it is most of the time, and I probably shouldn't, but most of the time when I get real fly, I got a compliment this weekend about how fly I am. Shout when out. I get real fly. Shout out. Shout out to uh, Cody Ray. I get um, I get real fly, and I get real fly for them hoes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I wear shit that I think them hoes might like. Okay. <laughs> I, just, I just don't understand why if you got three... Very nice looking, you know what I'm saying? What what she use? What's the word she use? She she say niggas because I don't want to just call us niggas like that. Niggas. She say niggas. We got three speak. very nice looking niggas. I, I feel like it's help. I feel like it's advice telling you, you know, I, just maybe how we might like it. <laughs> you should say thank you. I, I I can I can rock with that. Um. What I think is funny is that her point actually ended up kind of being that Simone was dead ass wrong and her hair looked bad and she shouldn't be out there like that. But you niggas can't say that. But we can't say that. Because y'all don't ride for us hard enough anyway. And I, that that part kind of stuck to me. Like, we don't... Like, it, I, I, I think that's kind of a... Um, not a cop-out, but it's definitely something that a rallying cry that black women seem to say a lot that black men don't ride for us like they should because y'all talk to white women. Y'all talk to um, Hispanic women. Y'all y'all don't like really be loving y'all sisters or whatever, whatever. That's why they so happy when they see like black love and wanting to repost that. Um, but I think that's, I don't know. I personally think that that's a, um, a misnomer. I think it's just something people say to, to, to no, say. Yeah, because... no, I'm, you know that I'm going to be the last person to buy into that. Like yeah. I, just before for whatever reason you make up let whoever wants to whoever whatever listener wants to make up whatever reason they want to make up, I'm the last person to subscribe to the 
to the like. And granted, I, I can't lie. If I see two, if I see some black love, I don't. I love it. You know, I, yeah. I, 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 I might repost it myself. But if I see a beautiful family, a beautiful interracial family, I'm not gonna be mad at it, and it's not gonna have nothing to do with hair. Yeah. You know, so what? if I so if I if I ride with you, if I end up with with a with a black woman, which is very possible, um, can I say something? Does it give me right to say something? I don't think it really. Yeah, and that that's kind of the interesting thing, right? Do I ride hard enough for you if I'm with a black woman that I could talk about black hair, or is it just in general? I mean, I get it. It's kind of like that same little line of like if a white boy came out and and was like. Uh, you niggas need to get your act together. Or you black people need to get your stuff together. Like, we might be like, whoa, 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 whoa. You can't really speak on black people like that. And I think they're trying to make that delineation, or at least that she was, to say, like, um, no, you can't talk about you can't talk about um, black women hell like that. You, you're not the authority. Well, okay, so I want to go and I want to read this again. Just one more time. I want to read it this time. It says... That we have no place to talk about black women's hair. Niggas can't and shouldn't speak on black women's hair. And that's the that's you know that's her opening statement. And I want to say that Rod Smooth will and would speak on black women's hair. <laughs> I'm <am> sorry. <laughs> I apologize. And if it gets to the point where I need to make a like like you know prove a point, then I'm going to just start a black woman hair podcast and, and, and just say whatever the hell I want to say on a weekly basis. <laughs> I'm, I'm with that. You don't have to be the authority to have an opinion. And I mean, shit, having two older sisters, I think I'm somewhat of an authority. And two uncles who um, shout out. This podcast is brought to you by Styles Unlimited by Joseph Ant, Park and Ann, New Iberia. This podcast is also brought to you by The International Hair Affair, Dallas, Texas. Get your head bust by one of my uncles, straight up. So that don't make me an authority, but but I know some people who get it done, straight up. Right. Nah. And I got a nah. whole host. I don't have two sisters, but I got a, a whole host of cousins. I got a mama. I got hmm. um. I got some ancestors. <laughs> so, <Dot com. laughs> that's all black and 23 and me. Send in a sample of blood. They tell you all about yourself. And they and, tell you uh, about black hair, I heard. Like they like tell you, you if your hair if your hair was good or not. Yeah, they tell if, you like each if anybody in your yeah, family's hair was ever good. good. <laughs> they and they they come back and be like, Well, thirty four percent of your fam of your ancestors, um, up to your second generation had good hair. So, you know. But then you have to actually put in if you have good hair. So like they can go on, like going forward, so they can. Well, yeah, it affects the percentages going forward, of course. Yeah, I mean it's all. I think it's like a um, Punnett square. You do that, and you figure out like you know your chromosomes and your DNA, your heredity. So it makes a. a, a I need to write a lesson on that. That should sound like some good thing. Let's go back to what we was talking about off top. Obviously, you heard the intro. The intro was I man, take that, take that, take that, take that. I don't know what. They want from me is like the more money we come across. All right, Diddy, take that, take that. Um, so Diddy wants to own. He wants to be a part of the um. Wants to be a part of the good old boys network. He wants to own an NFL team. Um, first question I got for you, Roger, is um, who the hell are the North Carolina Panthers? I have no idea. That's a. I think that's a uh, the D the D League affiliate. The F. <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's the minor league team, I think. 
the North Carolina, the North the Carolina, Carolina Panthers. Do they yeah, play against not, the South Carolina he, Tigers? Like, said, <laughs> what the, what the South fuck? Carolina Leopards. I don't know. <laughs> the, 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 the cheaters. I mean, he said that shit way more than he needed to say it too. Like, I yeah, does, it does this nigga even does twice. this nigga watch football? Is my question. <laughs> does he watch football? Like, this is a legit question. Like, this is legit. Like a nigga saying, I want to buy the Orleans Saints. Like, what? Yeah, the Orleans Saints, they need us over there. Cutting like, what? The Houston, Texas. I want to buy the Houston, Texas. <laughs> Houston, Texas. <laughs> I'm saying. Galveston, the Galveston, Texans. <laughs> what? Where they at? <laughs> the North, that's the North Carolina. That boy said the North Carolina Panthers. And he said it multiple times. And then he be posting pictures with like a little pen. Anyway. I don't know who the North Carolina Panthers is. We'll figure that out one day. Um, does does he have a real shot at this, Raj? Of course he does. He's got a lot of money. Uh, but by himself, no, no way. What's his net worth? I know you probably looked it up. How much? His net worth, worth is eight hundred twenty million. Eight hundred twenty. That is less than a billion. Um, for all of those who, how much does, would it cost? What are they saying that the value approximately think, of the Panthers is? So. So to understand the value of the Panthers, you have to understand the ownership of the Panthers. Okay. Jerry Richardson is the owner of the Panthers, right? Jerry, didn't he? Um, oh, I remember him. He was in. Um, he was in Straight Outta Compton. He was the dude who ha- had the label with Eazy E, right? That was him. Jerry, he, and they had the video about him. Now this podcast is brought so, to you by Jerry Richardson. So my question, answer my question. He's the owner of the Panthers, right? Yeah. He owner group. Kinda, that's kind of right. He's the majority he's, owner, right? He's the majority owner of the Panthers. Yeah. Which means that there's other owners of the Panthers who, in my opinion, if you ask me, will P. Diddy own the, the Panthers? No, because there's already people that have the in. Um, definitely one big name that came that came to mind was Michael Jordan. Michael Jeffrey. Michael Jeffrey Jordan. Why not? You know? I mean, he's a billionaire. He's a Carolina resident, or uh, something's got a lot to do with Carolina. You know? I have personally put money in Michael Jordan's pocket this week, so yeah, absolutely. So like, Michael Jordan's all over the place. He's got a lot of money. He's a big name. He can, you know, they can make this ownership group. Diddy's not far behind him. What three hundred million behind him? So he's good. But I recently learned that Michael Jordan is actually the majority owner of the Bobcats, he which is. is where also. Why do y'all keep saying that? The Bobcats I mean, don't exist anymore. The Hornets, man. The Hornets. I apologize. I've heard, I've heard people on TV saying that this week, that the Bob, he owns the Bobcats. Like, n- no? Go ahead. He bought I'm the sorry. Bobcats? No. He okay, did buy so, the Bobcats. Um, You're right. So, anyway, Michael Jordan. He bought them from the black dude who used to own BET, if I'm not mistaken. I, I don't know. But he's he's 90%, he's 90% owner. 90%? Also, Shit. 90%. He's majority owner of the, of the Hornets. Uh, and not to mention, that's where all of his net worth is. Right, like, in pretty the much all of it. Tied up so, into him. So he has net worth, but most of his like his his main asset is the Hornets. So well, isn't really that how? Remember. Isn't that how they, these type of things work though? Like um, like Jerry Jones or Mark Cuban, they were like big making money in like uh, oil or in like um in like in like tech. And then once they bought those franchises, that's where all of their money, like that's their thing now. That's what they tried to, that's their business. It wasn't whatever, there was a business before. And then once they bought the team, that's the business now. I mean, I'm kind of thinking that's that's the way that goes, right? 
I'm sure that they still no. I'm sure these guys still sit on boards of of other companies, of chairs of boards hmm. and whatnot, and still make I don't money. Know. I'm pretty sure that Jerry Jones isn't just making money off of the Cowboys and Mark Cuban. You're not acting like the billion dollars Jerry Jones is making off the Cowboys is chump change. Like he built no, that not. stadium. Yeah, he's making I mean, more. Okay. Um, so anyway, Michael Jordan, from what I understand, just doesn't have enough to get in. You know, he probably has yeah. enough, but he actually bought stake in the Miami Marlins. Also, he has a less so he than doesn't have stake that, in the Miami Marlins. So he doesn't have that late mind if he doesn't have enough to get in. No, he he don't have it like he don't have it like that. But he's a billionaire, so nonetheless, um, so that's Michael Jordan. So you know you got to start looking at other people, and of course the name the list goes on. But you got to start looking at a whole bunch of other people who's gonna hop into it with Diddy. That's gonna keep the same values as Diddy. So the other people who were like trying to, I mean, I probably you've seen some of these things on social media. Steph Curry was like the first one who was like, "Oh, get me down." Kaepernick was also like. I want to be part of the ownership group. Like, I guess that means he doesn't even want to play anymore. He just, I, I don't know. We'll have to figure that out. Um, Sean Merriman, Maurice Jones, Drew, um, this other receiver. I'm forgetting his name. Oh, Greg Jennings. Like, a lot of people who probably sitting on one M or one to seven M's. Thank you. Like, wanting to get down. But does but isn't that kind of like what minority sharing is all about? And I don't mean that in the sense of black people. I mean, like... You got a majority owner, and then wouldn't you need a whole bunch of those ones and fives and seven millions? Which brings me to my next point. Go ahead. There's already a whole bunch of people like that involved in the organization. Hmm. Would you like to know who they are? Go ahead. So Let me there's the, the, the Belk family. They had the... Oh, the, the Belk Bowl. Right. Well, they had the, the company Belk. Belk um, is like wieners, huh? Wieners. Wormses. Wormses. Um, stole for men they, and young men. <laughs> They own 5% of the team. There's the Levine family. So, Zach and his uh, family. <laughs> they don't. Um, they, they own. Oh, no. I thought own, it was Adam. They own, they own, they own the, Maroon 5. They sure do. That's that. Well, the same family. Um, oh, Zach Levine Zach, and Adam Levine. I did not yeah, know. Yeah, Zach's mom is a full, full-blooded Caucasian Levine. And so, anyway. Um, <laughs> so, they, they own Dollar Tree. And they sold they sold Dollar Tree in 2015 for 9.1 billion. So their family is a 9.1 billionaire billionaires. There's a uh, Steve and Jerry Wordsworth. They own 16 percent of the team. And of course, then there's other there's just like whatever. what are the Wordsworths own? Like is it like dictionaries? Do they own Webster's? Uh, so it was close with dictionaries. If you take off the shenary, they uh they sold Meadowbrook Meat Company to Berkshire Hathaway McLean company in 2012 so um you know it's a meat company in other words so, big so company, i don't know i thought the words words i thought these were the same people who invented um like words with friends words with friends exactly scramble scramble huh? or scrabble maybe no scramble word finder <laughs> <laughs> i thought i thought that possibly they invented those apps Okay, so you're saying it's a whole bunch of people with a whole bunch of money who could really make the move to be from minority to majority owners. Exactly, who are already involved in the organization. So I just, you know, there's a lot going against Diddy. And the, the people that you name, all these former athletes, come on. Come on, man. Come on, man. Not I heard somebody say recently that the only black person like who could get in this and really make it pop would be Oprah. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I don't Oprah, see Oprah, Oprah not with the shits. To, I don't see Oprah wanting to do that or with the shits in that way. She's not with the shits. Like she's not she's not a Diddy fan. Like I don't know if Oprah knows one Diddy song. Okay, put it like this. LeBron could own a team. What you say? When he's finished playing, when it's all said and done, LeBron could own an NFL team. Absolutely. LeBron will have the amount of fillions and the 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 like like the banana boat boys, LeBron, D Wade and them could probably put them on it. Well, D Wade and them would be minority owners in the smallest sense, but yeah. They could probably Yeah, they would just happen. they would just get to the suite. <laughs> but yeah, no, yeah, LeBron, LeBron using could, money, LeBron, bro. Being Mary Jane money. Absolutely, LeBron could do that. Like could be in there. I would love to see, I would love to see, and I know you would, and I know the rest of black America would love to see a black owner in the NFL. Absolutely. The 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 issue just becomes you wouldn't want him to get in there and be acting black, but at the same time, what what is acting black? But I, I, I really wouldn't want him to be getting in there and, and, and cutting the fool and like cause Diddy's you heard him. Like you don't we go you've been saying this this week. I don't know how true it is, Raj, but you've been saying that he wants to rename the team the North Carolina Black Panthers. <laughs> I don't know how true that is, but you've been saying that all week. It's true. I mean, it would change much. Even if it ain't true. Panthers black already. Even if it ain't true. My point is, I just don't want a person trying to come in there doing that. Like, I wouldn't want that. I wouldn't want that black guy. I would love everything about that. Like, their (laughs) motto, their motto on their shirts would say, take that, take that. Like, (laughs) and it would have a picture of a panther. Like, you know, and that's kind of like, like, you know, they would do... Chance and stuff like that, and end up with take that one three one two three take that. <laughs> you know, like it'd be real cool. It'd be real cool to have Diddy as an owner. I, I believe that. Yeah, it would be cooler than Mark Cuban and all the rest of that. I mean, you know, it is what it is. You heard Cam came out today. Cam, Cam Newton, Cam and Smeans. He said that um, he out there standing for Jerry Richardson. You know, the guy from um, from Straight Outta Compton. So Jerry Richardson, if you don't know why he's selling the team, which kind of, you know, that always that always slides under the radar to where nobody really mentions it. The reason he's selling the team is because um, there's a scathing Sports Illustrated report that came out um, that outlined allegations of sexual and racial misconduct by Richardson's Taurus Panthers employees dating back 10 years plus. So that's what Richardson be on. And Cam Newton came out and basically today and said, um, or this week and said, those are just allegations. And Cam's career could have been um, like derailed by allegations when they said he took money, wink, wink, to go to Auburn. And um, they was trying to make me give my Heisman back. You see, I didn't have to give it back because those was just allegations. I think that's kind of a terrible idea. I mean, terrible example, because I am a fillion percent sure that Cam Newton took do-do to go to Auburn. Like, get the fuck out of my face. Like, but anyway... I, I don't know if I like Cam just sticking up for this dude versus the like it's it's we're gonna get to Russell Simmons a, a little bit later, but it's it's very reminiscent of that to me. You were already kind of in trouble this year for like being condescending towards a woman reporter, and now you're gonna turn double back around and kind of put yourself align yourself with the sexual and racial misconduct guy and be like those are just allegations. I know he's cutting your check and shit, but I don't know what you think about that, Russ. Man, I, you know, I don't know. I honestly don't know, man. It's just so much that happens that happens this this day and age that it's kind of hard to 
figure out what's true and what's not. You know what I mean? Uh, I know I'm pretty sure. I'm not pretty sure. I'm not going to say that. I, I'm not pretty sure. I know it's a possibility that Richardson may have let his words slip and let his hand slip and whatever else slip a few times. Mm-hmm. It's a possibility. But I know I've also had friends that um, were cool to me. And I may or may not have known anything about what they do in their free time when they're not around me. You know, yeah. so Cam's Cam's Jerry Richardson experience may be different than or like 180 degrees different than what these people that are alleging him to do or accusing him of doing. So I don't know. I don't know. Somebody's lying. That's no, one I, thing I, I do know. But I, I, I completely. You want to know I how, think, how you I know what? I don't think anybody's really lying on this because I don't think Jerry Richardson even came out and like said, nah, they didn't. He's just stepping down, homie. <laughs> He's just getting out the way. But they got a point in time, you know. I mean, I'm just playing devil's advocate here, because yeah, yeah. he's old. He is old. So there's a there's a point in time whenever you're like, man, I'm not with this shit. I'm done. I'm a I'm a billionaire. I'm out. Like like don't Donald put Sterling. This shit on me. I got you. No, Donald Sterling got caught on tape. Like that's different. <laughs> like there's you know there's differences between being caught on tape and not being caught on tape. Just well, imagine all the Trump shit. That got, has Trump happened. got caught on Trump got caught on tape, but you know. What, grabbing him by the pussy or saying grabbing him? Saying grabbing him by the pussy, which is the same thing as saying... Grabbing him by the pussy? Right. <laughs> it was locker room <laughs> talk, though. That's what he said. This is locker room. Talk. That's what that's what um, Donald Sterling should have said. This is locker room calling, calling <laughs> some niggers and monkeys and stop bringing them niggers <laughs> to the, the game. Best, the best advice that I have for old white people that listen to... I know you got to have at least one old white man that listen to the podcast is if, you, if, you, if you're racist and you don't like black people, don't tell your black girlfriend about it. Don't keep it to yourself. Keep it to yourself. Keep. I mean, you can, you don't have to keep it to yourself. Tell your friends, tell your wife, tell whoever, but don't tell your black girlfriend about it. So that's yeah. the Donald Sterling dilemma. Yeah, you just can't be a buffoon. Um, let's stay on the topic of black ownership. Our favorite. <laughs> no, no, favorite. no, 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 no. My Your favorite. favorite. <laughs> Not my favorite. The big baller brand has done it again. Lavar had another great week. Um, LeVar said he's about to come out with the Junior Basketball League. Not the National Basketball League. The JBL. Isn't that the name of some headphones? The Junior Basketball League. And um, basically, I don't know I don't know all of the specifics, but I remember that he said 10 teams. He said he's going to grab youngsters from like the top-rated high school players and be like, if you don't want to go to college, you can come play in our league. We're going to pay you anywhere between three and $10,000 per month. To come hoop for us and, um, you know, do that for a year instead of going to college. And then you can stay in the stateside. You don't have to go overseas. And then you can go to the league next year. Thoughts, Roger. Thoughts, thoughts, thoughts. So let's stay on the, let's, let's, let's stay on his, his main sticking points here. He wants the top rated basketball players, right? Top rated high school basketball players. Okay. So let me give you two guys that came to mind. Top-rated basketball players that didn't go to college. Took a different route, okay? One being Emmanuel Moutier and one being Brandon, Brandon Jennings. Jennings. <laughs> okay? So, Emmanuel Moutier went to China, didn't go to college. How much was his contract for for one year? I don't know. You tell me. $1.2 million. Hmm. Brandon Jennings... Went to Roma. I think that's in Italy. That's def- um, that's um yeah soccer team. Correct. He went to Roma, 
<clears throat> for how much was his one year contract? You go ahead and tell me. $1.65 million. So players have options. Another option that the players have as far as top-rated high school basketball players is to go to the former D League, go to the G League. You, it's a, you can go to the G League at 18, not 19. So you can go, like, there's been players that have gone straight to the G League and you... Don't have to go to college? Don't have to go to college. You don't have to be don't one to be, year out of high school? You don't have to be one year out of high school. You just have to be 18 years old. Hold up. That's the only I, criteria. That's, that's, that's kind of weird, though, because the NBA says that you have to be one year out of, to go to the real league. Right. Correct. Okay. But if you go, there's been players that leave high school and go straight to So what's the, to the G League salary? G League salary is about the same thing as the big baller league. Okay. But, so that's what I don't like about it. I, I don't like about it. I don't like, it's to me it's a terrible idea in that sense. Because if I'm a top rated basketball player, why am I going to, why would I go to play in LeVar Ball's league, which is nothing right now. I can go play for some Chinese team or some Italy team that's going to pay me millions. Or I can play for him for $3,000, which is, you know, if I play for a year, that's what, $36,000? $36, okay. No, I don't know if they, so, they pay them every month, though. Think about it. They probably might pay them during the season, so maybe four or five months. Okay, so then, um, then I'm... Even less than that. $15 million. You know, but um, I, I teach... I You know, I definitely used to teach math. Um, you know how many, if you divide that um, $3,000 times five months... Divide that by how much college basketball players make. It's it's actually infinite. It's actually no solution to that because um, they make infinitely more money than college athletes. Absolutely. Which I love it how we, we got this thing working today. Uh, it's working perfectly. Go ahead. Because that's the beauty of it. That's what I like about it. I like the fact that you know what's crazy? I really some of, so most of Labor and I've even ventured to say all of Lavor Ball's moves have been very controversial. But this one I like a little bit. He's he seems to always challenge the top. You know what I'm saying? Like he's not challenging the bottom feeders. He's not starting from the bottom because we're here. <laughs> he's challenging the top feeders. He, he went yeah. after Nike and Under Armour and you know Reebok and Adidas, and now he's going after the NCAA. Yeah. Which you is know, a is, so, which is a which is a good target because people are like fuck the NCAA, right? So let me read you this excerpt that I liked. It was from this writer online. I'm not citing him because I don't care. Um, <laughs> but it says a viable alternative will arise when it is a better financial decision to forego a college education and the TV networking effects of the NCAA in favor of playing f- basketball immediately in a professional league against an open field of competition. So. I'm all about that. If LeVar Ball can open the NCAA's eyes and open the lanes of paying players what they deserve to be pay, be paid monetarily, I don't I don't see I don't see $36,000 as that's that's to me enough for a college basketball player and I think that that's very affordable for most colleges. It is like you you're hitting the nail right on the head with a lot of my thoughts when what you're saying here. Okay, so let me go back a little bit. When you talked about Brandon Jennings and um, Emmanuel Moutier with um, 1.2 and 1.65 million for going overseas. See, the thing about it is um, a lot of people, Brandon Jennings was the first one, right? And Emmanuel Moutier, if I'm not mistaken, is like originally from Africa somewhere, right? Like he's an African guy. Yeah, okay. Um, Brandon Jennings was a little different because he's like just a regular, regular, smegular black dude. 
and he took that he took that leap and went to Roma and hoop. Everybody not built that way. Everybody not built that way to go overseas and get money. I got a lot of people like guys who we hoop with um, up by the school and hoop with on um, in Houston. They play overseas. They get paid. They don't get paid millions, but they get paid like thousands and in, in the high thousands, maybe the, maybe even hundreds of thousands. And they don't have to. Um, and they don't pay any taxes. You know, they a lot of them got dual citizenship and a lot of things, but. A lot of those are like on the after they've played college ball, after they've tried their NBA dreams, and then it's like, okay, I'm 24 years old, 22 years old. Let me go do that. Everybody's not built that way at a 17, 18 year old to go overseas and go get that money and go play that way. Like, um, we're gonna see how the ball boys do in Lithuania, but it's like everybody, like the whole my whole point is just that everybody's not built that way. So you can't just so uh, that's the appeal of staying stateside. So that's why I like the LeVar Ball idea as far as like, no, you don't have to go over there. And you're not even really getting a whole bunch of like TV like opportunities like you just said about um, like the NCAA provides, right? If you play for Duke, you get to be on ESPN all the time. When's the last time you've seen um, China or Roma on ESPN all the time? Like that's not the case, right? So if LeVar, and, and this is the kind of the point that's so, I think, like he's got a, he's got a lane. I don't. Like, let me preface it with I don't think this shit's going to happen. Like, I don't think LeVar is going to, this is going to happen. I don't think this baller, this junior basketball league is going to happen. But would I be fucking surprised if it happened? No, because I didn't think the big three was going to actually happen. Now, I'm, I was courtside at the big three championship game. Shout out. Shout out to the Wolfpack. And, like, that happened. So, I'm not going to 100% say it can't happen. But the beauty of it is LeVar has his TV show on Facebook. So he's talking about that lost podcast that you and I did that we never published, the one where we talked about watching TV in 2017. Um, it speaks to a lot of how you get things out in 2017 and how people don't have cable anymore and people like like cut the cord and everything else. LaVar's kind of ahead of the curve with this Facebook, like, like the, the Ball in the Family show that's on Facebook. Like in my mind, I'm like, he could legit put like a league out there that is plays on Facebook. And then people who really give a shit, like think about it. If Zion Williamson is in this league next year, people are watching it for Zion Williamson to dunk on people. And they're going to want to see that. And if they're broadcasting it on like the, on the internet, I think they can do numbers. Um, I hold on. I think they can too. And and I, I just was looking for my right point to jump in. Go ahead. So, so, 100% agree with you. Do I think that there should be some some sort of stateside league for high school potential um, NBA players? Yes, absolutely. I think that there should be an alternative. Um, and my point was, there is. There's the G League. Um, but other than that, whatever. Cool. I understand what you're saying. Who who runs the ball family right now? Oh, who, decided, who decided what LaMelo... And Leangelo was gonna do. Lavar, all day. Okay, so let's just let's just take Lavar out of the equation and put Aldo into the equation. You're the new Lavar Ball, and but you're not Lavar Ball. You're just the head of your household, and you have two boys, and or let's just say one eligible boy about to go to college or whatnot, and he doesn't want to go to college, or you don't want him to go to college. He can go to Lavar Ball's league for three thousand a month. Or he can go overseas for a million because he's a top-rated high school basketball player. Okay. We're not talking about the, 
We're not talking about the third, the 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 four, the two stars here. We're talking about the three to five star guys. Yeah. Um. So we're not talking about the one two star. But let's say if your boy's a, you know, four or five star, five four or five star guy, and he gets offered one point six to go to Italy or three three thousand to stay stateside. I'd venture to think that you're gonna send him to Italy. Everybody's not built that way. Don't you think that's a problem? That is, I'm just, I'm just kind of. Let's just, let's just take a step back. Doesn't that feel like a problem that you can go overseas and get 1.6, but you, but you can't stay in the United States and get 1.6 at 15, 16 years old, 17 years old? That doesn't feel problematic to you, Raj. Um, I'm, man. I'm saying it from a standpoint of like. All of these foreign, like Christoph Persingas um, and, and the rest of these guys who came, Nikolai Meritich, they've been playing ball in these Ricky Rubio's since they was like kids and getting paid that money. Why is it okay to do that in Turkey or France or Spain or Lithuania? But in the United States now, we straight. You got to go to well, because, college for a because year. Our, because, okay, so, well, one, for, I don't know, for some reason, there's... Our professionals are big and fast and strong, and there's not too many 16-year-olds that can compete. I don't know. I don't know. The rules say you can't. The, so if you could, <laughs> who would play? Like, would Zion Williamson be in the NBA right now? You can't tell me Zion Williamson couldn't help a team in some kind of – like, let me put it like this. You can't tell me Zion Williamson couldn't be one of the top 15 players on a team, like, as far as – what he can maybe do defensively, athleticism, possibly. I could believe it. Six eight, yeah. So if that's if that's Mar- Marvin Bagley, let's let's use that example because whatever his name, Mar- Marvin Marvin Bagley. I've seen him play. That fucking kid could play in the league right now. Well, yeah, of course, right now. But I'm saying at fifteen, sixteen. Oh, okay. You know, so I think what needs to happen. And maybe Lavar Ball can usher this change, is that if a kid doesn't really give a care about school like Lavar, because Lavar doesn't really care about school, so it seems I'm only looking at his track record. I don't know how. Yeah, no, you're right. Um, then maybe they should open up the open up the um the age limit to the G League. You know what I mean? And at least give him somewhere to go. I just okay. So the thing about it is when you're talking about other countries, I'm just going to, I'm, we're not going to belabor the point, but um, like in other countries, every kid who's 15 and 16 isn't going in those leagues. You know, it's Christos Porzingis, it's Nikolai Miritich, it's the best of the best can make it into those leagues at a very young age, which I think would happen in the United States. If the be- but you see, it, the issue is amateur athletics in the United States. The issue is that these kids don't even try it or can't do it because there's like a because the NCAA is in bed with the with with the NFL and the NBA and not as much with Major League Baseball, but definitely with NFL and NBA to where it's like, no, you can't come here until you go like slave over there for a few years and make that college some money before you come over here because college sports is such a big thing. In those other countries, I would venture to say that the college sports system isn't as huge. No, I'll be honest with you. I didn't even know that they had colleges in other countries. <laughs> <laughs> Until like 15 or 16, I was like, wait, what? There's a college in London? Yeah. Yeah, There's right. a college in Italy? Really? <laughs> so I always thought people just, 
went to work or so. I don't know. I don't know what people. They came to the United States. I didn't know that they had college. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's a foreign exchange student. If you want to go to school, you go to America. Everybody else dumb. I mean, I I get your point. It's it's a it's a real logistic point. Um, No, but that's fire though. Like I like that you made that because I don't. I'm what I'm trying to figure out is if like these schools in other countries have organized teams. I would assume that they have organized teams in these other countries, but they well, you know what? But do Shit, they? Who, I don't know. They might not. I've never heard of a guy coming out of a college in, you know, like, no, I have in team. Canada, in Canada, the guy that from the Saints. That's, that's America. <laughs> Canada is North America, like North, <laughs> North America. So no, cool. Canada understand it. Yeah, I didn't. I, the I'm Mexican football players not over here killing it, right? Nah, no, I got you. You're going Mexico too, like not Mexico. I'm talking. Give me the west, like the eastern hemisphere, like like Europe. <laughs> okay, I mean, there's an NFL Europe, so I would have. It would stand there to reason. There was an NFL Europe, <laughs> and and that's not a college. I was. It would stand to reason that there's some players out there. No, you're not bringing it out there unless there's a fertile breeding ground for athletes. I don't know. It's an interesting question. Uh, with that being said, um, another person who talked about LeVar's league is Gilbert Arenas. And I don't know if you were able to read his quotes, which were very interesting. He just basically said that big baller brand signing um, like like uh, a genius type of way that this can go is that big baller brand can sign a lot of the guys to shoe contracts before. Like if they don't go to the league and they go to, the, to, to LeVar's league, he can sign them to shoe contracts when Nike or Adidas or whomever else can't touch them until they like, like are finished playing at Duke or whatever. But I don't, it's an interesting comment, but I don't think it really makes a bunch of sense because once they decide to go to LeVar's league, then they're giving up their amateur eligibility. So then that means Nike and Adidas can come and offer them more money anyway. So yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a point to be made. I just don't know. If that makes a, a whole bunch of sense. I don't know if anybody would do that. I don't know if you go sign with Big Baller Brand just because you're in the LeVar League. Well, that was one of the stipulations of being in the league, that you have to wear Big Baller Brand attire. Yeah, you got to wear it while you're in the league, but that don't necessarily mean that you have to be uh, signed to Big Baller Brand, right? People who play I, I in the NBA know. have to wear Adidas jerseys, but... This is this is LeVar Ball we're talking about. What I, I can tell you, you didn't ask me how I feel about No Chill Gill. Gilbert Arenas. Um, if I had to label what I how I feel about this comment, these comments that Gilbert Arenas had for it, I would just, I would think that he's hating. You would think he's hating. He's hating. Like it's like it's like okay, so like if I'm trying to do something, if I'm trying to figure out a way, if I'm trying to make a power move, a business move, I don't need people like Gilbert Arenas putting me on baller on baller alert. Like I don't need that. Like don't do me like that, no chill. But it, it's it felt like he was sitting there giving him props though. But did it though? Like, like I, I need a little, I need a little mysteriousness in my business. If you figure me out, like chill, like you need to be chill, Gil, not no chill, Gil. Like just relax, bro. Like <laughs> let me do my, let me stay in your lane. Yeah, that's what that's that's the Lavar quote of the year, right? Stay in your lane. Stay in your lane. All right. Well, there you go. So he said he needed ten teams, and um, UNCAP was talking earlier this week about um. Where where would this where would these black where would these teams come from for this Lavar League? And it, it seems like a, a very good opportunity for black America to come together and support our children, support black children in America, 
by supporting this league. So um, black businesses should come together to support the big baller brand. That's that's it's pretty much what we said. You agree with that, right? Absolutely. So um, what are some teams that could be in the big baller brand league? Because I'm well, curious. First, I don't know. first, us being a black business, we would have to start out with the best friend weekend bears. The best friend so, weekend bears. Okay, I'll go with that. Um, I think we could also have the Ciroc boys. If Diddy wanted to get into um, into the the Lavar League, he could get the Ciroc boys. They that could be a team. I like that. Um, I, you know, we just there's just so many choices. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with one of Losis. Uh, he came up with the uh, with the. It would be, I guess it would be some sort of lotion company or something. I don't know who was. What's a good lotion? Good black lotion company. Oh, uh, cocoa. I would say the cocoa butter fingers. The cocoa butter ashy ants. So the cocoa butter, the cocoa butter ashy ants. Okay. So the ashy I, ants. I like that. Um, um, how about the Virginia black bears? But we already have some bears. But Virginia black. Um, Virginia black socks. We could do a bunch of things with that. Even though that's only um, a half black owned, because it's Drake. So, I don't know how many black people they have in Delaware, but they would have to have the Delaware Punch. The De- they would have to be a team. The Delaware the Punch. I could the go Delaware with the Delaware Punch. punch. Um, how about the Love and Hip Hop Thoughts? The Love and Hip Hop Thoughts? Yeah. It would be the Lions. Love and Hip Hop Lions, no? <laughs> Love and Hip Hop Lions, bitches. <laughs> And then, so there would obviously have to be two two conferences. So one of them would have the Keaton Bullies, and um, <laughs> and the other ones would have the GoFundMe Gophers. The GoFundMe Gophers, the GoFundMe Gophers. Um, I could go with that. How about the Rap Snacks with a Dabber Ranch? I think that could be a team. <laughs> so um, also, to me, the best team in the league would be um. The condom Dodgers, and um, and on the uh, on the other side of the the conference, we'd have a team from London. They'd be the BBCs. <laughs> the BBCs. <laughs> it's a whole bunch of things. Now I wonder where these teams would play. Like this is you said Delaware, but it got me to thinking. I said that if these teams, if if Laval wants to keep it a hundred, keep it street, keep it gutter, keep it black. He should put these teams in black cities. So it got me to thinking, which cities in the United States have the largest percentage of black or African-American people in them? Raj, what would you think is the blackest city in the United States? Atlanta. Atlanta is Atlanta is actually not in the top 100. Atlanta is not in the top 100. It's interesting. So this no, I'm sorry. I'm, I am. I am. I am doing drugs. Atlanta's number 18. I'm sorry. It's number 18. It's not the blackest of the black. Actually, okay. there's three Louisiana cities that are above Atlanta that could host okay. one of these. Um, host one of these Lavar teams. Um, which three cities are those? Uh, Jigga City. Jigga City is number 11. Uh, New Orleans. New Orleans is number 10. And Shreveport, Bossier City. Shreveport, where Los from, is number 16. 
as the blackest cities in the United States. So you still haven't hit it on the head of what's the blackest city in the union that would that has to have a team. With the whopping 82.7% of the city being black. And then once you hear nope. this, it's going to make sense. Oh, man, I don't know. I'm lost. The blackest city in the United States is Detroit. Ah. But if you think you know about what? it. You know what I just thought to myself? You can't spell lost without loss. But anyway, <laughs> go ahead. But Detroit, the thing about Detroit, think about how they... they, they um, paint the city like the the images and how people think about detroit and how detroit's so run down and terrible and whack and whatever i mean they talk about detroit like it's fucking haiti because it's black people though like that's that's a very interesting thought if you think about it it's a very interesting thought exercise if i start kind of going through these cities it's a lot of them that you're gonna be that kind of like bad cities with a lot of black people in them. Um, number one is Detroit. Number two is Jackson, Mississippi. Then Chester, PA. Um, Miami Gardens, Florida, which I guess is just Miami. Orangeburg, South Carolina. Birmingham, Alabama. Albany, Georgia. Baltimore, Maryland. Memphis, Tennessee. And New Orleans are the top 10 blackest cities in the United States. So I think all 10 of them could have a team, but I, I still think Ferguson needs a team too. I don't give a shit if Ferguson's not in the top 10. I want Ferguson to have a team. Okay, well then do you have team names for these guys? No, I don't have any team names. They don't need any team names. I don't need any team names for them. I'm just Other saying... Other than Delaware this, Punch. This is Delaware Punch can be housed in Detroit, Michigan. They don't have to be in Delaware. Yes, they do. No, absolutely not. Like Memphis, Tennessee can have the um the love and hip hops. Like it's not it's not a it's not a it's not it doesn't have to be that way. No. LeVar makes the rules and he makes it that way. Um in other news, we like to give y'all some real news. In other news there was a um a UFO coming around the earth this week. I don't even know how to pronounce it, but it was some Hawaiians found it, so they named it like Umu Mama Mama. And basically, um it ended up being an interstellar object, so something from not in our solar system that just kind of flew by. And it's the first time something like that's been um, been observed in a long time. Um, a lot of people online have been given the, like saying that aliens were deliberately ignoring Earth and they just were passing by. So the questions I have for you, very, very simple question. Is but if before they, you start, go ahead. I know exactly why they named it that. <laughs> why? Well, so it was moving fast of course right um and it was single for that particular night and the natives that heard it could have sworn that they heard "Ooh, mama look what you done started put Ooh. your hands in your air if you're single for the night so like so that's why it was like a trey songs inspired right okay that's exactly what happened I thought it was um I thought it was some some guys like in like the Dallas area who saw it and were like on oh, my mama on oh, my hood like I thought that's what like it's like it's a on oh, my mama you know that's well, what I was thinking Well before you ask questions what actually whenever I was doing my own research um it you know whenever you're looking at these sorts of things you got to think outside the box Mm -hmm. uh, you can't just, you can't just 
look at it and say, oh, look at this, a rock, and it's got ice in it. You got to think outside the box. So um, what I was thinking is that we may need to revisit um, the whole, like, belief or non-belief in Santa Claus, because hmm. that may have been the sleigh. It might have been the sleigh. Um, there could be, like, this planet that has, like, a whole bunch of giants, and it could just be, like, a turd, because it kind of looked like a turd. Um, but what I, what most, what came to my head that convinced me of what it was the most was that I, it was that Lehman. It was um, that Lehman. <laughs> it was that Lehman. It is the definition of that Lehman. It is, it is absolutely that. It was um, someone's Lehman flying across the galaxy. <laughs> if, if there was follow, if it did, um, house aliens. And they came and was like, take me to your leader. Who's the leader of Earth right now? Hey, I guess you got to take that man to Trump. I don't think any, I don't even think Trump supporters would want you to take that man to Trump. Like, I don't want Trump talking to the aliens. Like, that man might get us all bombed <laughs> on, like, yesterday. Like, I don't need it. No. Right, not like, like to... if they said take me to your leader, I wouldn't take him to Trump either. But like, <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I, I think you're right about that. Like, isn't that funny? Like, it's a, a shame. So like, who would you take him to? I mean, two years ago, off top, I'm taking that man to Obama. Obama, talk, Obama, go talk to that man, please. So, I feel like Obama could have a sensible conversation with that man. Trump would tell that man some wild shit and get us fucking, get us um eviscerated out here. I don't know. I might take him to the Pope. I might take him to the Pope. I don't know. I don't really have a. I don't really have a lot of good answers for that. Like where you take that man, Clinton. Oh, I like, think Obama would still be a good, a good, a good person to take him to. Or, or LeBron. I was thinking LeBron. <laughs> LeBron. LeBron or Beyonce. Beyonce. We could take him. Depends to Beyonce. on if it's a female. It was some female pilots, like from female aliens. Definitely taking them to uh to Beyonce off top. I don't see a problem with that. The beehive wouldn't see a problem with that either. <laughs> um, we said we was going to talk a little bit about Russ. Uh, Russ started this thing a couple of weeks ago with the, with the Not Me. He had a post on social media and Russell Simmons said, Today I begin to properly defend myself. I will prove without a doubt that I am innocent of all rape charges. Today I will focus on the original sin, Kerry Carson. The claim that created this insane pile on my... Uh, pile of... On my what the fuck? This is looks weird. Um, hashtag me too. Stay tuned. We'll share information today and tomorrow. The case of Jenny LeMay. My intention is not to diminish the Me Too movement in any way, but instead hold my accusers accountable. Hashtag not me again. This is not a movement about my innocence. Oh uh, no, uh, against or even in conjunction with Me Too. It's just a statement about my innocence. His paper's kind of dark, but I feel like his verbiage was fucked off on here anyway. So, 11 accuser as Russell Simmons is saying, not me. So, that's what I wanted to actually ask you. How many women is it? At least 11, they say. It's 13. Okay. So, I have at names. least 11. <laughs> I, have, I have their names. I mean, you were right, but you know, you could have said at least one and then still be right. Yeah, right. at least at least zero. Gotcha. <laughs> so, all right, I want to read off their names uh, because they deserve it. Because you know, you say thirteen, boy, thirteen women in cahoots. That's kind of, ooh, that's kind of wild. Um, I Natasha thought about something Williams, you said earlier. Um, like, 
if there was a big like freak who had like a big big train mission, could we call it twenty three and me? Keep going. <laughs> I would hope that we wouldn't be in a room with twenty three niggas and me, <laughs> and me being a woman. Um. So uh, the Houston five hundred. All right. Anyway, so Natasha <laughs> Williams Blotch Blatch something like that. Black might be black. Um, Sherry Hines, Lisa Kirk, Tony Sally. Now, Tony Sally was John Sally's daughter. Uh, T- Tina Baker, who was Anita Baker's daughter. Uh, Carrie Clawson. Jenny who Jimmy Clawson's sister. Jimmy Jimmy Clawson's sister. Uh, they had Jimmy Jenny Lume, Drew Dixon, and that one is a little bit. It could have been Drew Dixon. Okay, so uh, Aaron Beatty. <laughs> Aaron BD up. So, uh, Christina Moore. <laughs> Christina Moore. Moore. Moore, uh, Russell. Go ahead. Yeah, give me more. Amanda Seals. You know, Amanda Seal got sealed to the sofa. I don't know. Karen Russell. And she I ain't going to Russell. For- I ain't going to Russell with you. No. Well, she could have just cared for Russell, you know? Um, and then Kelly Cut- Cutthroat. Or Catroni. So... 13 women get together and say, man, that man raped me or tried to rape me. Man, Not me. I tell you what. Nah, it wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> me. You know how they say, you know, you know how they say, like, there's certain situations where it's like, you know what? It's going to be your word against my word, or it's going to be your word against his word. Or yeah. Even, you know, even say your word against their word, like two people or something. You know, you might have a case. But man, boy, 13, that's going to take a lot of proving. Um, but you know, and, and we're doing the thing that we always been accusing people of as of late. We're doing the whole, um, 13 people accused him, which isn't really true, right? Um, 13 people accused him of either sexual harassment or assault. Like That's you gotta, you remember, we gotta keep putting these, let's make sure we put these things in different categories. Like, you know, they got a bunch of people. I didn't even say the guy who plays Ulrich on, um, on, um, that show, um, Silicon Valley on HBO. Um, and then another actor who was on like that 70s show, they got like five, they got like charges this week, a few of them from like past, um, indiscretions. I was reading some stories about them punching women in the mouth and choking them and stuff and wouldn't let them leave the room or whatever. So Russell did the whole anal penetration shower thing after he forced her to give him some head. She went take the shower. I think that was Jenny LeMay or one of them. We told that story on the pod. Um, not all of these allegations are sexual assault. So let's just make sure we put that out there. Some of them are just... Bitch, your titties look nice. Like, that's sexual harassment. Shooting shooting my shot. So, 13 fuck-ups. Some of them way worse than others. Some of them, some of them I would argue are illegal. Some of them I would argue aren't illegal. Like, certain things like saying, bitch, 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 that dress look nice. That's not illegal. It's bad. You should probably get in trouble if you're somebody, like, whatever it is. Like you shouldn't you know, be able the, to say if the that conversation again. if the conversation comes up like at work literally today this girl said I'm so pissed off and I said of course the normal comeback is well it's better to be pissed off than pissed, pissed on. on yeah and she kind of chuckled a little bit and the next thing that came to my mind or like to the forefront of my mouth was have you ever been pissed on before I didn't ask her because it is because of me too. Yeah, because I don't want to be a celebrity one day, and then she say, "Well, I was at work one day, and Roger asked me if I exactly. uh, if I ever been pissed on." Oh, it's it's damn near almost a matter of time for people who like like I, and I'm like I'm thinking in my head like anybody who's like famous and did some shit in the past, they probably like on pins and needles because they're like any day 
the other shoe could drop. And somebody could be like, oh, this one time. Like, we were on the elevator at work the other day. And, um, like, the elevator wouldn't go up or down. It was, like, stuck. And then we got off the elevator and got on another elevator to go up. And um, when we got on the other elevator, it was, like, me and this blind and this other guy. And then all three of us got off and we went on the other elevator. And this old guy got on with us. And we like, yeah, we all just got on the other elevator. And it was stuck. And, um, like, we started laughing or whatever. And then she gets off the elevator and the door closes and he says, I wouldn't mind um, being stuck in the elevator with that with that sexy ass blind. He was like, I was about to say it. But then I realized, you know, with that Me Too shit, like, that's exactly what he said. An old dude. Like, I was like, damn, at least you didn't say it, dude. Like, right. <laughs> at least you, you, it got people thinking you know about it. You know, it's crazy. Like, some, like I, I wouldn't just make that joke to like a woman or, you know, I'd make it to like, so we were playing basketball in a tournament this weekend and we like some teams had black jerseys some teams had white jerseys it was like they gave us jerseys so it was some white and some black and this dude said are we going white or black this game and i said well once you go black you, you know what i mean yeah, like yeah. and of course a dude wouldn't i wouldn't i wasn't like winking at him or nothing i wasn't doing the terry cruz you probably were i was probably wasn't so i wasn't doing that to him but i'm saying like i just made that joke and it was harmless and like I guess it wouldn't be too harmless if I'd ask a girl if she got pissed. Yeah, at you. No, that's not the same yeah. thing. Nah, it's really not the same thing. But once you go black, <laughs> you never go back. They could take that and misconstrue that as very much sexual when it's just yeah, be trying to holler at him. Yeah. Um, along the same lines, I was happened to be privy to watching Tavis Smiley early this weekend on early this week on CNN, and um, you know, obviously Tavis had his um his events of the last week or so, and basically he just was on TV like, man, look, PBS fired me. And when they are put him on administrative leave, and when they did that, everybody who works on this show, all of the people who get like who have who he employs, they all are without a job, and all of this is going on, and he and the, and all of these people can't do anything in the in the interim until they figure this out because of an accusation, and this is kind of like his exact words. He's like, all of this is happening because of an accusation. And he's basically talking about pursuing litigation against um like PBS. Because he's like, no, y'all, like, this is wrongful, um, wrongful, like, termination. He's like, y'all can't fire me for hashtag me too type shit because of things I did back in the day without actually telling me what I did back in the day. Like, and he said that they're not coming forth with the information to say, hey, look, Tavis, this is what we know you did. So this is why we're firing you. And um, I think it's an interesting little, like, he was very defiant. Like, I wish you would have seen it, Raj. Um, super defiant. Like, no, y'all y'all not about to play me. Well, could you imagine being being put in that situation? <laughs> like, and just, you know, thinking that everything is peachy and in it, but it's but you got somebody that's just hanging on to you. Mm. Somebody that you never you don't you don't even know anymore. Like from way back in the day when you was young and dumb. Yeah. You might have you might have pinched her ass or two. I get it. It's wrong. Um, but you know, whatever. I, like I said, I got my ass pinched in the club the other night. I got my ass pinched at work the other day, like me. So, you know, asses get pinched. And if you don't say nothing about it, because I could have went to my manager and been like, hey, I, my ass got pinched. They probably would have laughed you out of that, bitch. I don't think so. I think they would have had to take it serious. It's 2017, so they would have had to take me serious, realistically. But what I'm saying is, is 30 years later or 20 years or 10 years later, like... To me, it's lost a little bit of credibility. Like, I get it. I know if you rape somebody, like, that's bad. But if you just pinch somebody on the ass, I shouldn't have to live. I should I should be able to, like, let that live down at least 10 years later. 
Yeah. I mean, and that was a lot of the point he was making. He basically was saying, and even if it is a real thing, he was like, you know how many people turn their life around over 20, 10, 20 years? Which kind of is like him giving, that's basically the Roy Moore excuse. Like, you know how many people used to be like doing bad shit and then they change, turn their life around and they're great people now? How are you going to punish somebody for some stuff they did 20 years ago when it wasn't like even a crime in many um, instances? And basically, he was like, I've never been in a situation that I don't deem as consensual. So it's it's a lot like a lot. Of, I feel like a lot more men are going to be a lot more defiant about a lot more things like it's going to either go one or two ways. Right. Either guys are going to be like, yeah, I was wrong. Take the Louis C.K. approach. I'm just going to back off and not and not fight this. And I'll just step away from whatever jobs I have. Or are they going to take that other route and be like, nah, bitch is lying. Like, like, like Tommy said on um, Belly. Yeah. Like that type of shit. Like they lying. They lying. on. Like, you know what I really want somebody to do? I really want somebody to come out and be like super real. Maybe Tavis Smiley did. I didn't get a chance to watch it. But I want somebody to come out and be like, man, you know what? Yeah, I grabbed her ass. Like not the rapers need to get the fuck. I get that. Like that's bad. The Darren Sharpers of the world need to die under the jail. But like. The people that grabbed ass, I want them to just come out and say, man, yeah, I grabbed her ass. When it was cool to grab ass. Like, it's not cool no more. Like, you can't do that shit no more. Like, but at one point in time, it was like a normal thing. Like, oh, look, I dropped my pencil. Hey, Sim- Sandy, can you pick that up for me? So I could like, grab that ass. So I, but maybe, you know, I didn't go that far. But yeah, so, so I can grab that ass. <laughs> That shit was like normal at one point in time. You know what I'm saying? Like it was, but now we've come, we've grown. We understand that we can't do that type of shit no more. It's very understandable. I, and I'm not even saying no more, like as if I did it, but I'm saying Man, we can't saying. do that no more as a, as a, uh, as, as a people. As men. Yeah. As a male species. Hey, man, look, we're we pushing up against it. We've got a couple more things to do, man. Let's cue that music up for nothing nice to say. You know, they say if you can't say anything nice, don't say anything at all. If you can't say something nice, don't say nothing at all. Nothing nice to say, but I'll go nice. You know what I love? Catching people I know doing wild shit. <laughs> I don't remember what comedian said this, but it was like, white people, if you lie to them, they get their feelings hurt. They're like, why you lying to me, bro? Conversely, ain't nothing we like better as black people than to catch a nigga in a lie. Think about it. I know you didn't heard somebody telling a story more than once, and the particulars change like that second time. Can't wait to call that nigga out for lying. <laughs> so, like in that same spirit, something else we love, me and my homeboys, is to catch a nigga being thirsty or nasty on social media. I have literally had my homeboys follow me a video of a prostitute slurping somebody up with a cat we know commenting under the video saying, ooh, that look good. I want some. <laughs> I've literally seen a regular girl post a regular smegular picture on Facebook. And a nigga I know commented talking about them, sit- them titties sitting nice yet. I have literally stumbled across a video Malaya posted. And one of my rounds commented that she could sit on his face whenever she wanted to. <laughs> Needless to say, I loved every one of these events. Because we got to laugh at niggas and catch them in the act doing some of the wildest commenting imaginable. With all that being said, this week, I was forwarding a text strand from one of those big those big text groups that people be in now, group meets or whatever. And it was a cat I know, and he asked, can someone explain to me 
What's this message that's been going on on social media that I could flip $100 to $800? Nigga, if you don't get your big... If I didn't think you was stupid already, you are officially dumb as the fuck. And you out here educating our kids. I'm happy I caught you out there being a buffoon. But why would any grown-ass man think this type of shit would be possible with no stipulations? You ever heard of a pyramid scheme? You ever heard of Bernie Madoff? You ever heard of Nevin Shapiro? You ever heard of Better Life? I tell you what, my nigga. You send me $100 and I'll flip it for you next week. Matter of fact, tell all your dumbass friends. Just don't expect to hear from me next week or the week after that. I'll be busy flipping your money. Flipping it into my bank account. Flipping it on the table at the casino. Flipping it off some stripper's booty. And if you want to keep asking me where it is... I'm flipping you the bird and telling you you paid with your stupid ass. But hey, it seemed like I ain't got nothing nice to say. So I ain't going to say nothing at all. Um, Raj, gas pedal, gas pedal, gas pedal. Screech! Raj, tell them about our conversation earlier. I'm just, I'm, I think I think you should be, since you were in pivotal in what, in our direction of um, the gas pedal certification this week. Just tell us a little bit. Uh, the gas pedal certification this week is brought to you by the opposite of the gas pedal certification. Um, where there is a will, there is a way. Where there's a right, there's a left. Where there's a wrong, there's a right. And um, when there's a gas pedal, there's a brake pedal. There's a brake pedal. Um, I just kind of want to, you know, I want to throw it out there to the listeners to the uh to the supporters to the uh to the businesses and 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 uh pages and sites that we um quote unquote cross promote with um that you know for every cross they got to have a chris you know what i'm saying like we got to be able to we got to we got to do our thing together we got to promote each other so whenever we if you're listening to this and, and you're a potential gas pedal candidate, if you have something to offer to the world that's independent and fun and fly and best friend weekend gas pedal signature able, do us a favor and 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 promote us too. Because that's what the point of it is. Um so so yeah, this week this week and I think Roger you like when you said it at first, it was kind of something that you know it was it was an interesting conversation amongst you, um, you myself and Los, and it, it makes sense, you know. Um, we we brake pedaling this week, like you said, brake pedal, so nobody gets the gas pedal. Um, we just want to put it out there, man. Like if we're gonna promote and say, hey, look, go 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 rock with this company, or go buy listen to this song, or go. Um, wear these clothes or go do whatever else because we're going to tell you the stuff we like and we're going to take the time to promote it. I mean, you know, what we are in the business of, we're not really in the business of dollars like you think. We might not necessarily be in the business of um, of a whole bunch of other things that of, 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 we're in the business of your time. We're in the business of likes. We're in the business of follows. We're in the business of that type of thing. We want to get the podcast out to a larger audience. And I mean, like the and, best and way in for turn, us to, yeah. In turn, get your whoever that bus, those businesses maybe that we gas pedal. We want to help them too. Yeah, because we like it. We like it, and we like, hey, look, we have an avenue. 
So when we, and it might just sound like it's falling on deaf ears, but when we say stuff on the podcast, a lot of times we get that feedback that, hey, look, I heard about it on the podcast, so we we, we rocking with that now. So, you know, just do us the favor. Um, so with all that being said, you, you um, any any past um peddlers who wanna um who wanna who wanna cross remote, you still got time before we delete that post. They must <laughs> any, peddler, <laughs> any peddlers that may have forgotten yeah. to e- either repost what we posted or do something for us. Just you know, we're just reminding you. You still got time. You know what I'm saying? It's still, it's, still got, it's still time. It's still time to do it. So um, just let that know. Next week, we're going to gas pedal somebody. But next week is go, is the anticipated top 10 of 2017 episode. Rod, you are cracking up over there. Dog. No, I'm just laughing about next week, we're going to gas pedal somebody. It's going to be on some three, two, one click type shit. Right? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yeah, we 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 go we go we go we go have a, uh, some worthy candidates next week to uh, to gas pedal. But now, like we said, top ten, twenty seventeen. We're gonna give you our list. If you if you are a a best friend weekend podcast like aficionado, if you love it, if you live it, if you breathe it, if you wait for it every week, go back to the top ten of twenty sixteen. Listen to that. That was our first ever podcast. Go listen to that one. Top ten of twenty seventeen coming back at you next week. So we gonna it's gonna the format's gonna be pretty similar. We're gonna get in there and just say the craziness. You know what? I think that one's only available on SoundCloud and um and our website. I don't even think we put those up on um I, I'm pretty sure we didn't put those up on Apple Music because they had some copyrighted music in the background. Like that's when we were very fresh in the game before we even had signature music. So anyway. Top 10 2017 coming next week. That's going to be um, everything that we that we say it will be. Raj, you got anything else to get on before we get out of here? Nah, man, I'm good. I got my song off. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing nice to say. Nothing nice to say. If you want to hear the, the unofficial not nice to say music, it's going to be it's after this Apple post. Music. It's going to be in the bloopers. <laughs> It's gonna be the bloopers after this music at the end of the podcast. Alright, man, we're gonna see y'all next week, man. Nothing nice to say. I don't know the music to nothing nice to say. Because <laughs> you probably never listen to it, which is what people it's nothing say. Nice to, people it's say nothing it's nice to say. Section of the fucking podcast. <laughs> nothing nice to say. <laughs> <laughs> How that bitch go, cut? <laughs> Yo, it's nothing nice to say. It. Got Al on the mic. They got a nigga that come that rap on the second verse. It's nothing nice to say. We got Al on the mic. He's being nice to hoes. Ha 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 ha, psych. Like. (laughs) It's nothing nice to say. Hey. It's it's nothing nice to say. Ooh, let me catch my breath. That's going to go in the bloopers. No, that's definitely the bloopers of this episode. Nothing nice to say is brought to you in front of a live audience. Like- <laughs> By Jergen Soap. <laughs>
<laughs> brought to you by Jergen Soap and the Delaware Punch. <laughs> All right, let me get my head on right, man.